0: Hello, guys. Welcome back to Andrea's Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest for you guys. Her name is Kimberly Platt. Kimberly, she is a nutrition and health coach. And uh, she actually has a beautiful story and a beautiful message that you probably will resonate with a lot. I can tell that I did it and uh, I just... Cannot wait for you to hear this episode and let us know what you think. Kimberly, she also fought a battle with hypothalamus amenorrhea, which is losing her period for a period of time due to restrictive dieting and also exercising. So I hope this will be a great call for Most of us who are right now struggling with our food, relationship with our food and our bodies. So let's dive in. Hello guys. Welcome back to Andrea's podcast. And today I have a very special guest, Kimberly Platt. And Kimberly, she is a nutrition and health coach. She is a powerhouse. I have been following uh, Kimberly on the Instagram for a, quite a while now we actually met um, through Instagram and we start just kind of a you know talk to each other here and there and then when I actually start following her entire journey it, actually I felt myself on her own story so I'm not gonna go too further because I want Kimberly to just kind of give us a little bit more insight about her own story and what she does to help a woman to create a great relationship with their bodies and uh, declare freedom from food. So hello, Kim. How are you?
1: Good. Thank you so much for having me. It means so much to me and it was so good to meet you through Instagram. I feel like I had mentioned before, but just finding ways in just little... Areas that we end up um, bringing each other together and finding, you know, ways that we meet other women just through all of our own journeys and just mm-hmm. the stuff we share. I feel like it's just
0: kind of destiny in how we met. This mm-hmm. definitely, yeah, it, it was, it was, a very, very interesting. So, Kimberly, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? What do you do, and uh, what led you to to be where you are now?
1: So I don't really talk about it much on Instagram, but um, I'm a busy mom. Well, I talk about the mom piece of it. I have two young children, but I'm also a working woman in a corporate office for a large uh, sports company. And part of the reason why I went into a health coaching and nutrition coaching Mm -hmm. was because I started my own healing journey through hypothalamic amenorrhea. Mm -hmm. And so I got hypothalamic amenorrhea. I'm going to say HA because it's way easier Mm -hmm. than saying it back in about after I had my daughter, basically. And we went through multiple fertility treatments through having in order to have my both my children, but Mm -hmm. it didn't have anything to do with me. It was all because of male factor infertility, low sperm count. But my whole life, I have been so hard on myself as far as the way I looked. I never felt perfect enough. I never felt thin Mm -hmm. enough. I felt like I always had to do a little bit better. Always was, you know, I wasn't working out enough. I was never thin enough. And then when I would finally get there, I would just beat myself up because something else was like really wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I finally, it woke me up, I guess, after I never got my period back after I had my daughter and I just started to reach out to doctors and I reached out. um, I found the book, No Period Now What, which really helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. And then just trying to realize, you know, what I needed to do to get my period back, which was to do the opposite of what I've always been told, which mm-hmm. was to eat more and exercise less. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I started my journey and my healing journey and sharing it on Instagram and on YouTube, because I felt like I just needed to put my energy into an area other than working out and losing weight and dieting. Mm-hmm. So that's where I started that. During that time, I became a, because I wasn't working out, I ended up cutting it out. That yeah. I became a personal train, a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. Now I'm taking a year-long uh, training for become a MNU certified nutritionist. So awesome. now I'm able to help. You know, I had a very good understanding of nutrition itself in the in you know my years of mm-hmm. uh, focusing on diet and everything. So I really now want to help other women that have been struggling with this get you know start feeding their bodies appropriately and just mm-hmm. really let go of the need to be perfect all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is so important. Thanks mm-hmm. so much for sharing. And uh, what a journey, right? So from a, a lot of, of our listeners will actually relate with this, but from, you know, trying to be perfect to trying to, you know, look a certain way, just because we get so caught up on social media and stereotypes. And uh, I, myself, Found myself in that rabbit hole as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But going from taking your focus from your external appearance and making the decision, because that's not an easy decision, to make the decision to actually go to a completely, completely different, the opposite direction, where you actually now intentionally are putting weight, doing less and uh be okay with that with that transition that transformation so can you i know you you mentioned that you share a lot on your youtube channel and then also on the instagram but can you tell us a little bit more um how 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 do you not really just 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 started but how what made you to say okay now i have to take this step I need to pretty much drop everything that I, I have been told to do and then face my own insecurities, face my own fears and just go pretty much, I would say all in mm-hmm. with your decision.
1: So I think I started my journey back in August of 2018, which was like you know a year and four mm-hmm. months ago about. Mm-hmm. And it, wasn't like i just went all in like i Mm -hmm. had to do it slowly Mm -hmm. i think there came a point when i was just like all right you know i seen all the doctors i knew what was going on and they just of course wanted me to put uh, put me on birth control and i didn't Mm want to do that and i didn't want to be on more hormones i was like i'm all set and i tried um different medicines to see if i would just even get a normal bleed with progesterone Mm -hmm. and that wasn't happening so that was just a a true indication that i did have an issue and so I was like, all right, well, I will go from working out six, seven days a week, which I like, and I'll cut it back to four and I'll eat mm-hmm. a little bit more and I'll only gain five, I'll put on five pounds. And then mm-hmm. I got to that point and I didn't gain any, I mean, I didn't get my period back and I was like, I didn't see any signs of it. So I was just like, all right, well, what do I do now? And I just kept on setting little mini goals for myself and mm-hmm. really being like, all right, you know, come January, if nothing happens and I will. You know, start eating more and I will cut out exercise altogether. What I didn't want to do was cut exercise back a little bit and then not completely it, complete it, cut it out and mm-hmm. then find out that it took like another year and a half for me to get my period back because I really didn't want to wait that much longer. And mm-hmm.
0: then,
1: so I made the decision to really go all in, cut out all exercise. I was only doing yoga and I did some white walking and just increased my calories. I wasn't even tracking I knew how much I was eating, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't tracking because I was just like, I don't need that extra pressure on me. I don't want to set a number. I'm just going to try to listen to my body. Mm -hmm. And then I found out I had osteoporosis in February and that was just kind of like, all right, like, you know what? This really needs to, I need to like get things in gear and I just need to Mm -hmm. really focus on myself. You know, I have two young kids, as I mentioned, I have a husband. I Mm -hmm. care. I think when you get to a certain age, it's like health becomes a priority over, Mm -hmm your body and the way you look. And that yeah. to me, was like the last kind of icing on the cake there. So I decided to just really go all in and just let go of like the inner demons. And I, one of the biggest things that I had to push myself through is stop caring what other people think. Cause that mm. has always been something. I've been a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. That's just my natural tendency. So it was just really focusing on myself. And then a lot of the times you, you feel that way. It's like, people are talking about me. People are feel a certain way about me. If people think I'm letting myself go. It's mm-hmm. all my own personal opinions of myself or like the perception I have about myself. And yeah, maybe people were saying that, but that's also how, what I needed to like, I needed to work on because I was feeling that way about myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, I hear every single thing of what you're saying. And uh, I definitely, I found myself on your story more and more and more because <laughs> I'm too, you know. Um, i I still suffering from h a from competitions, and uh I remember like last uh, before this season when I actually almost got my period back after two years and that was a huge like i was in a very uncomfortable place because I had to put like twenty two pounds yeah without even like okay, <laughs> this is not a good, but I felt. I think to be honest with you, I felt so, I feel my bad. I felt my best. Yeah. I was comfortable. I was, I had plenty of energy. Um, and it was awesome. But a few things that you actually mentioned, because this podcast is not about me, it's about you. Um, but you mentioned about, you know, like making mini goals as you went along until the moment you like, okay. So, and then you were like, okay. I have a lot of more red flags than red flags than I thought. So now it's time for me to just kind of a, make a decision to go all in. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that how um, it's important to set those goals? If it's someone who is just like, a, you know, starting right now, they like, okay, I think I need to put some weight, but I'm not there yet. My mindset's not there yet. Do you think that it would be a place where they could start just kind of like, okay, let me just uh, maybe not start, uh, not accounting my macros anymore, or maybe, you know, decrease my cardio, still in the same foods or things like that?
1: Yeah. And I think because we come from that black and white mindset mm-hmm. that we feel like we have to either go all in or not do it. But mm-hmm. I think even small changes can be extremely helpful by decreasing the amount of cardio you're doing, increasing, you know, maybe fats or stop tracking, like you mentioned, just setting small stuff, but also really having like a compelling reason to go really focus on your health. Because if you don't have a good enough reason, there's going to be, you know, you're never going to do it. You're just going to find other ways. You're going to go back to exercising, maybe over-exercising or over-training, and then you're not going to feel like any desire to do it. So you really need that like really compelling reason. And for me, Mm -hmm. as much as having kids and caring about them, for me, it was more of my health and I need to, I know I could tell like in my, my mental health was not there. And you mentioned when you gained 20 pounds and that was the same thing with me. It's like, I had to put on 23, 24 pounds and I have a small you know, I'm only five one. So that's a lot of weight, but really setting those small goals and being like, okay, I'll try five pounds and see what happens. I'll, I'll try doing a few little things really can help in the future. And and it gets you, and it can, some people can gain, I mean, they can gain like five pounds and they can get their periods back. It's Mm -hmm. just all, it all depends on your body. And unfortunately, it's one of those things. It's like, no one's gonna be able to tell you, get to a certain weight and you get your Mm -hmm. period back or cut out exercise or, you know, only lift twice a week and you'll get your period back. Everyone's Mm -hmm. so different. So it's Mm -hmm. so hard, but yes, I mean, if you could just do small changes along the way, that's gonna be so helpful. And I think Mm -hmm. you'll even feel better too. Uh, you had mentioned about just your mental energy and your just energy in general. And you start to get, feel very depleted. And I remember very, feeling very obsessed about certain things and Mm -hmm. things I don't, wouldn't even care about. Like I would, (laughs) as strange as it is, like I would have to have certain amount of condiments, like certain, I'd have my favorite condiments, like Uh the sugar-free ketchup or something like that. Uh And if I didn't have that, it would cause me like a lot of panic and it was Mm. just small stuff. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of like the Minnesota starvation diet. And I think a lot of people talk about that, Mm -hmm. but it's just, that obsessiveness over like weird things mm-hmm. that you just, it, it's funny. It's as soon as you start eating more, you'll realize that you're going to, some of that, you let some of that go. And just mm-hmm. even as scary as it is, you start feeling like you're binging more because you, when you start to either go all in or eating more because your body just, once you start having it more, your hunger cues kick in and you're just feeling like you need, you know, I think it's like a natural tendency for your body to start taking in the calories that you've kind of been depriving it of.
0: Mm-hmm. I completely agree it's so it, it's funny that you were saying and it's hard because a lot of people might not share openly mm-hmm. I normally like to share too especially with clients that you know you when you're when you're a competitor and then you're going through that restrictive way of not a, even a restrictive way of eating. I, fo- I follow a flexible dieting and that's what I coach my clients to. Yeah. But it's still, you're in a calorie deficit. So regardless, you will feel restricted, you know? So yeah. And then you switch to those um, fake foods and, you know, and then it has certain things that you're like, I must have that because if not, it's going to ruin my day. Yeah. You know, and become very uh, food focused. And um, one of the things that uh, I like the fact that that you share is letting go that frees you up. Letting go the control, I think that's the most uh, difficult thing, especially for type A's and people pleaser like us, Yeah, is that it's just like losing the control. Feels like we're going to be out of control. But actually letting go that, control is what is going to give us back the power or the power back to us
1: yeah definitely and I will say I think many women too especially that will relate to this is that losing that fit identity mm. was huge for me because it was I was always seen as a fit girl I'm the one who's in shape I'm always in the gym and then all of a sudden and I'm no longer the one in the gym anymore I'm the one who's maybe eating more or I'm the one that's just like gaining weight. And then mm-hmm. it's just, you feel, I was like, I don't even know if I like fitness anymore. Cause I was just so confused about what was going on. And I just felt like, so I felt very, very lost. And I think that's mm-hmm. part of the, part of the process too, is just a lot of self reflection <laughs> during
0: that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that you mentioned about, you know, letting go that quote unquote, I will say, I call myself like, I have this persona that I have to maintain, Mm -hmm. which I learn now how to accept. And every single day I try to let go that persona because now I'm off season. So I know I'm going to put it away back and I have to be okay with that. So one of the things that I really would love to, if you don't mind to talk about is to like, you mentioned about not a, being worried with what other people would think about you. So you mentioned that you, people knew you from being the fit girl from, you know, and you even yourself, that's how you identify yourself, right? And uh, what tools did you use to actually cope with that transition? You know, you mentioned about the yeah. yoga, but it has any other things that you actually found that it could be very beneficial for one of our listeners who are now like thinking about, like, okay, something is wrong with me. Uh, it looks like I, I might. And again, guys, please go see your doctor. We are mm-hmm. not a doctor. So I forgot to to put a disclaimer here, but um, you know, in the day, you're like, okay, maybe this is what's going on with my body right now. I want some help. So what? What tools have you used um, to help you to go through about, you know, to push through this transition?
1: Yeah. So I, I would say I have a few different things. Well, one was just making sure that I knew that I had it because I know doctors can, obviously you want to see your doctor and know Mm -hmm. exactly what's going on, but just doing my own research that for me, just being, I'm that type of person, I'm very analytical. I want to Mm -hmm. know exactly what's going on. And then just, I had mentioned the book from Nicola Rinaldi, which was Mm -hmm. really good. And then I actually um, seeked out a, a coach as well, Kirsten Kumara, and I worked with her, even though I knew exactly what to do and I was very good with nutrition, I still felt I needed someone on my side that understood what I was doing, that understood exactly you know that would push me when I didn't really want to eat anymore, and I saw mm-hmm. myself gain weight, so that was that was really helpful. And I worked with her in like the first three months, and as mm-hmm. I said, it took almost a year for me to get my period back so I did a lot of meditation. I did a lot of journaling. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of mindset work. Um, I'm a huge fan of um, Brooke Castillo. She has a podcast, a Life Coach School podcast, and she has a lot of like tools that you can use uh-huh. that are very helpful as far as like changing your thoughts about yourself. And I would just, I would set up reminders on my phone that would say things like, "This is my healthy body," and just things that would get me away from just feeling like, you know, this is my. I don't want to say it like because I don't even like to use the word the fat word but just like this is my fat body you know what I mean it was just like saying more positive things about Mm -hmm. myself just daily reminders all over the place about you know what feeling about good about inside and just Mm -hmm. letting go of the need I would always think like everyone's so worried about themselves they're really not worried about me and if they are then I don't want those people in my life and I don't think they really meant you know or care about me if they're so Mm -hmm. worried about me gaining weight or they don't want to consider me the fit girl or anything like that, because Mm -hmm. really it's the person that has the education and all of that is, is the person that's really has a good understanding of fitness and Mm -hmm. health and everything. It's not what they look like on the outside. And, um, we just, just letting go of the need to be perfect and just beating myself up all the time. And and just, Mm -hmm. and if I did it, I would just go back and I'd be like, okay, why did, why am I feeling this way? And there were times that it would just be like lots of tears and lots of, Mm -hmm. um, you know, breakdowns and then the hormones didn't help that especially as I started to kick in so I think tools too is just buy bigger clothes because <laughs> so many mm-hmm. times we try to squeeze into our old clothes and then that would just cause more issues and there are times that I didn't even want to look in the mirror but I do and I in the scale thing I know some people are very against the scale but it's I try to like break away any type of judgment towards myself mm-hmm. about the way I look and yeah. the number on the scale or anything like that because I knew that didn't that isn't who I am and it didn't have anything to do with the value that I provide.
0: Mm-hmm. What a beautiful transition. And now you're able to actually, you know, help a woman to overcome their own securities and, you know, break free from, from their fear of, uh, how, how can I even say this? It's just a, a fear of them to be themselves. hmm you know, to be vulnerable and just be themselves and really enjoy life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's finding finding that balance. I mean, so many of us, I think that's what I've always strived for. I always felt like I was either on one side of the pendulum Mm. or the other. And I just never felt like I could find that in between. And I still have to work on that on a daily basis. And I think we all do. It's just finding what works for yourself is really key. You know, we can, we can find that body that we're, we love and, and, crave, I guess, but sometimes we just need to maybe a little bit heavier than we want it to be, or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's different seasons of our lives too. And our bodies have different seasons. And I talk a lot about that on like Instagram and I have before, it's just, we go through so many phases and just accepting ourselves. Cause we are, you know, as we age, we're going to change. And as we get pregnant and as things, our body changes. And even as you understand, like the competition, you go from one size to the other and just mm-hmm. accepting that each, each phase of our life, accepting our bodies is I think really key.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned that now you you have your period back, mm-hmm. and uh, I think in one of our conversations you mentioned is that your third or your fourth period. I just got my fourth period back. <laughs> Congratulations! That's Thanks. awesome. Um, so now that um you are in this place. Mm -hmm. And then you're feeling healthier, you know, your body is kind of, you know, getting back to homeostasis and it's functioning well. Um, Do you think that is, you already have your set point, like your weight set point? Um, I heard a lot of, uh, because I do a lot of research too. I love researching and actually I have the same book because I was going through the same transition. So I want to, you know, hear my HA and then I was just following the same steps. Um, but I know, like you mentioned, some women, they are, you know, lucky enough to only gain five pounds. Some are like 30, 40, 50. And, uh, but, and then they actually start eventually your body will like, okay, this is, this is where that's the threshold. And then all of a sudden you start losing weight without decreasing calories or, you know, doing more or extra your body just like, okay, now I don't need those extra calories. I'm where I am. My, you know, the hormones are getting more regular. So your hunger hormones, your, you know, um, so you're not a feeling starving all the time or crazy about food. So do you find that your weight starts stabilizing now? How, how is it? For you right now? So I,
1: I did start exercising again about two months into it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I did lose a lot of muscle. I would say, um, just cause I cut out lifting for such a long time. And then I think that, that weight set point is so difficult because I actually had cycled at 20 pounds less than I am now mm-hmm. in the past. It was just, I think I put so much pressure on my body through overtraining and through having two children and just, I was going through a lot of stress and, and I, <laughs> the, I don't think we. I think we underestimate the amount of um, impact that stress has on our body. Just, you know, not the physical stress, just the amount of stress going on in our lives can affect Mm -hmm. our our health. But I would say I started to lose a little bit of weight as when I started to um, eat less after I got my period because I started listening to my hunger cues a little bit more. And since I wasn't tracking at the time, I was just like, "Okay, I definitely don't need to be eating this food. I'm not hungry anymore." I saw I my appetite severely decreased after that. So I did see some weight loss. And then I just recently started working with a coach again for my my own nutrition. I'm a big big Mm advocate of uh working with coaches. And we're just
0: focused
1: but I'm lifting and I have I've already seen like changes in my body. So I think your body's going to change a lot, especially over that next year after you get your first period. Like I think what my body is here right, right now is going to change a lot in, in one year from now, especially mm-hmm. if I'm fueling my body properly. And as you just pay attention to what's going on with your body and monitoring mm-hmm. your periods too, to make sure that they're not starting to get longer and longer mm-hmm. time apart.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I think,
1: yeah, that set point is so hard because we hear some of these people like, oh, I lost 20 pounds to get my, you know, after they get their periods back or things like that. And we're just mm-hmm. almost... Hopeful in a way to get that way, but I think it's just again monitoring your body and, and your hunger cues and seeing what's going on with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that again, it's like one of those things that no one knows. Your body's going to tell you. Your body's really going to guide you through this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just a again letting go of the control of control and trust. Right, trusting yeah. in your body, trusting in yourself, and I think that's one of the most beautiful journeys that a, a human can go through. To balance with you. Mm-hmm. is that accepting yourself just the way you are. And then that's what you are actually sharing on the Instagram with us. And I really, really, I truly, truly appreciate what you do because I can relate it with a story. I know a lot of women need to hear this. I know a lot of women need to find comfort in your story. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah. Um, so and now that you are, well, we're most in 2020, so mm-hmm. I just want to change a little bit up of the conversation. Yeah. And uh, what are your goals for 2020? Because I know that you have your own coaching business. Yeah. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about your, your services and how can we actually find you?
1: Yeah. So you can find me, I'm actually going to be rebranding myself a little Ooh. bit, but you can always find me at, um, right now it's baby steps to balance, but I'm probably since I've just kind of came out about, <laughs> um, my coaching business and about my history and everything that now I feel like open because I shared it with my, cl- not only my close friends, but just people mm-hmm. on Facebook that. So it's going to be more Kimberly Plot. I'll be focusing more on myself and just mm-hmm. showing myself basically. And so I would say in 2020 my goals are I'm working with another biz- with a business coach to really get my business off the ground mm-hmm. doing a lot of health and nutrition coaching for women, especially moms that have been struggling with just disordered eating habits probably and mm-hmm. just you know obviously not eating disorders that isn't my specialty but just working with women that have been constantly feeling like They've been doing diet to diet and they want to have some flexibility. They want to be able mm-hmm. to bake cookies with their kids and then mm-hmm. still stay on point in their diet. And they want to make sure they create sustainable habits that are very you know, healthy and that they can do for the rest of their lives. And mm-hmm. they can be the best mom that they can be, but also be the best wife and the best person that they can be and really find their purpose in life. And that's mm-hmm. like really my goal. And that's what I want to teach back to women. Because I've, I've always heard that you we teach what we need to hear the most. And that's really what I need to hear the most. So in 2020, I hope to really get my business going and then I'm going to be graduating in November um, as a nutritionist from MNU, certified nutritionist. So I'm excited about that and then just really putting myself out there, pushing myself or my goals and showing up even when I don't feel like it because I know in some way I can help other people by doing that rather than hiding away like I want to do some days.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. And then you mentioned that you also have your uh, YouTube channel, right?
1: Yes. And that's also baby steps to balance. And as I said, I, if I do rebrand it a little bit, I'll always keep the baby steps to balance in it. And at least some sort of hint like pointing people to the right direction. Yeah. So there's a lot of HA stuff out there and just some of, I have my story on there. It's like a 20 minute long video, but so you can always check that out. And just some of the things that I, with people don't talk about as far as like uh some of the symptoms you experience just mm. from the stuff that i experience i know sometimes you feel very alone in the process because you're like are other people experiencing and you always want to compare yourself so that yeah. some of the stuff out there has, has been helpful for other people i think
0: other women that's so awesome so many great information here it's like i'm gonna just kind of a dive in and everything yeah i made so many notes here for myself <laughs> i was like yeah this is awesome i was like oh my god that's why i love podcasts i love yeah you know, interviewing my guests, because it's kind of a, it's a free coaching for right? myself. It's like, this is awesome. No offense, guys, please. Um, so, well, we are about to wrap up here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always like to finish my podcast with some um, fire questions. So okay. awesome. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay, cool. So what are you grateful for, for in your life right now?
1: I, especially during this time of year, because we had a few days before Christmas, I'm really grateful that I can provide for my family, that we all have a safe place, because I have done some volunteering the past uh, few weeks, and just, there's so many people that are unfortunate, just being able to provide time to them, and just you know, mm. presence for children, just, that's really what I'm grateful for, but I'm grateful also to be on this podcast and just have no, so you. many opportunities. There's so many opportunities in the world right now. And then mm-hmm. we just have so much stuff available to us. So I'm really grateful for that.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I'm grateful for you too. Thank you. And, uh, well, you probably mentioned, but anyways, I'm going to ask again. So what was one book or books that have really changed your life?
1: So obviously, no period now. What really helped me, which I mentioned, <laughs> but I would say another one that really I love, Brene Brown, daring oh, uh, yes. greatly, the arts of imperfection, were probably two ones that really changed my life. Mm. Definitely.
0: Okay. And um, what is one or one goal in your life right now? One
1: goal is really to. Start helping women and really finalize my framework for my coaching so I can help others and get my business off the ground so I can just really make an impact in other people's lives.
0: That's awesome. And then if you have 30 seconds with someone, what it would tell them? 30 would, seconds? Yeah, that would change their life.
1: Oh. Look within for all the answers. Mm. Would probably be that. that's
0: beautiful (laughs)
1: that is really where all the answers are we want to look on the outside but so Mm -hmm. many times we realize if we just looked internally we'd have them
0: yeah being silenced yeah that's yeah it's hard but it's so true Mm -hmm. yeah cam thank you so much for your time today i really really appreciate it it's like this was like a It was a treat for me and uh, I cannot say how grateful I am and for you and all the work you have done and you are doing for yourself and uh, for sharing your entire story and journey with us. Thank
1: you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: Awesome. So guys, don't forget to follow Kimberly on her Instagram. I'm going to put all the information on our show notes and uh, yeah. Don't forget it to kind of uh, let us know.